As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to You in HD, your identity in higher definition with Pastor Eric Miller. Join us in our journey of faith in God by taking an in-depth look into the Bible's authority and sufficiency to guide us in our Christian walk. Discover your identity in Jesus Christ today. God, God bless them and have mercy on their souls. You know, people simply... Don't get it. Sin focuses its energy to have you look at the old man. It's 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 destructive by its nature. It doesn't do anything else. It's cause, it's, um, it's design, it's a perfect machine, to be honest, it's a perfect animal, it's a perfect predator. It knows how to chase you down, it wears you down, it breaks you down, until it consumes you. And it's never full, is it? Is it ever full? Do you ever get, do you ever, like, stop making mistakes? No. And it's, and it's never, ever gets tired of making sure that you realize you made a mistake. Sure don't, does it? It is quick to say, remember when you screwed up? I don't understand why people can't understand that, you know? Whether it's me or you, we lose sight of that every day. Natural reaction to pain. I, I, and you know what? That you know, it's. I'm so glad that that is that 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 is truthful. The reaction to pain. You know, when you're sitting in a situation or you, you had work or something happened, you get a cut or you have something on your body that hurts. You never, ever think about it until you look down and you're bleeding. You're like, oh, my goodness, I'm cut. Then the pain comes. Your natural reaction is then to what? Oh, my God, it hurts. Oh, my goodness, what's going to happen? All the panic happens, right? That's what happens. 
spiritual attacks are no different. The difference is, majority of your pain comes from the past. It's only revisited as you keep making the same mistakes. There's no new mistake under the sun, under God that has not seen. There are no more new mistakes. We all make the same mistake. It may be different times of their lifetime. My mistake may be the same mistake you made three days ago or ten years ago. And you're like, Eric, I don't do that anymore. And I'm sitting there going, Cindy, I'm struggling with this. I'm battling this. You're like, dude, I've been done with this for like 12 years now. But how do you relate that? How do you relate that, though? If I have if if I have seen something conquered in my life how do I convey that understanding to someone else by the truth by intervention intervention spiritual intervention happens too little in this day and age. Why? Because the rise of make me feel better. The rise of make me feel good about myself. You know, keep telling yourself, self-affirmation, keep telling yourself, you're not, you, you didn't make that mistake. You're better than that mistake. You will never do that again. No one ever realizes what happens when that happens again. Then what? Did you, did you, did you fail? Did the affirmation not work? Did you not say the affirmation enough times? Maybe that's what it is. I, I keep self-affirming these things until I don't do them anymore. That's like, that's basically saying since I got a headache from eating too much sugar, I'm going to eat more sugar. You're just pushing away the headache. It's coming no matter what happens. What's the secret to energy drinks? You need more of them. Sin is no different. The minute you feed it, it becomes hungrier. It is an eternal, ravenous, intelligent beast that eats and eats and eats. It consumes more than you can actually hold in your body. And its toxins, which is all of the things that that, that makes, your, makes you up all the mistakes, the failures, the, the, the times that you've been victimized, it reminds you of those things. The times that you have done wrong to somebody else, it reminds you. And then when they lash out and attack, not to help you, but to, to you basically, you know, attack back. Well, you did this and that. That's their sin. And before you know it, sin is just eating his, eating his little tail off. And it then wants more. And then the conversation stops. You feel bad about what you did. But now you know you can't go back because you said some things that was terrible. And the other person thinks the same thing. And then guess what? Now our friendship's broken and busted. Then y'all heal each other and come back, do the circle, run around and, and feel good and get your hair and nails done. Or, you know, you kiss and you hug and you talk about Jesus. And then it, it happens again. It's an ever-repeating cycle. And it isn't going to go away, ever. The only thing that interrupts those cycles is Christ. By running to Him, anytime you see that happen, that situation come. Now, now look at this interventions. It's in our Bible, 
brethren, Galatians 6, brethren, even if anyone is caught in a trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a person in the spirit of gentleness. And it's interesting when you hear the word gentleness, because watch how it's described. Gentleness. Each one looking to yourself that you too not will become tempted. Let's take a look at that gentleness. Watch what it says. To be mild. Interesting, right? Just enough, just enough to cause, you know, you eat a mild jalapeno. It's hot, but it's, all, it, it's acceptable, right? But then when you see the trespass, and then you see the trespass, right? What happens when you are mild with them? Meek. In all humility. What if they don't hear you? What if they flat out reject it? What do you do then, right? Pretty interesting, right? What do you do then? Is there a plan in place? Did God make a plan in place? Yes, he did. Yes, he did make a plan in place. Watch this. There's a plan in place. Verse 11, Ephesians chapter 4. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some as pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints. Equipping to complete, to furnish, perfecting for the work of service to the building of the body of Christ until we can attain the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to the mature man. The mature man. What does it mean by the mature man? The application of labored growth of mental and moral character. A full age man perfected. Brought to its end and finished. Wanting nothing necessary to completeness but of integrity and growth. The consummate human of virtue. So the son of man to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we are no longer children tossed here and there by waves and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of man, by craftiness in the deceitful scheming. What does that mean? Why don't you put this white crystal in your pocket It'll heal your body. That's not Christian. Yeah, but it's not that bad because Hindus been using it for years. That's not Christian. Yeah, but you know, I'm just saying it really helps try it out. Let's align energy. Let's smoke marijuana and get closer to God. I've heard that one. Let's take yoga classes. That'll keep us, that'll get us in line with spirit and, and, and oneness. Did God not give us the spirit of peace? Did he not say, I give you my peace, not the peace that the world gives? What do you think yoga and aligning of chakras and energy and 
and crystals and, and gambling and, and sex and, and drinking and drugs and every manner of outside of Christ's peace the world offers. That's all I can offer is these alternative sources that always cost money, do they not? All these alternative sources to peace cost you something. No one ever looks at the cost. It, what does it cost you to get Christ's peace? Your sins. Holy cow, you mean he wants my sins and I'm forgiven and in return he gives me peace? No, I don't need that. I want to go ahead and get, you know, get, get some weed or some marijuana when stress gets bad. Why don't I turn to God? So let's keep reading. Verse 15. But speaking the truth in love. If you love someone, would you tell them? Here's, here's a good one. Little Johnny, it's, it's never fruitful. And it's, it doesn't feel good. And I just advise you strongly, it wouldn't be to your benefit to run in traffic. It's just, across a freeway, little Johnny, it's just not helpful to you. Is that truth in love? Sure. What about to that hard-headed kid? What are you going to tell that hard-headed boy? Son, don't play in traffic. You can die. Is that love? Yeah. Remember, we're the hard-headed folks. Remember that. We're the hard-headed folks. Just like the Jews. We want to do what we want, and we have a society that empowers us to do what we want. Do what makes you happy. You can be a Christian. If yoga makes you happy, by gosh, it shouldn't be that bad. Of course it is. Of course it's, it's not healthy. Because you already have peace. My body hurts. Get in prayer. How on earth does people overlook that simple fact? I want to lose weight. Read your Bible more. But spend more time with God. You will be fasting when it happens. You can't overindulge when you feel full of God, can you? But speaking the truth in love. We are to grow up, oh my goodness, you hear that word? We are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. From whom the whole body being fitted and held together, what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causing the growth of the body for the building up itself in love. Did you hear that? Growing up. You notice only a few, not too many passages back, I mean verses back, it says what? Mature man. Now we're talking about growing up. Growth, you see that? Growth. Maturing. You're fully equipped. You have pastors and teachers and, and Christians in the body of Christ fully there designed and built to equip Then he tells you this is how you walk as a Christian. Verse 17. You can't read the Bible without feeling this, this good. So this I say and affirm. Look at that. Affirm. I like that word. 
Affirm. Maturamite. It's a translated word of it. I, I just want to see what it was. I'm not trying to dazzle you with some new stuff. But I just I wanted to pronounce that. Marturumiai. Oh, there it is. Marturumiai. Marturumiai. Gotcha. To affirm. To cite a witness. Bring forward a witness. Call to witness. Isn't that amazing what that means? To conjure, beseech, as in God's name, exhort solemnly with all seriousness and imploring. So this I say and affirm, which means this is I say as I employ and exhort together with the Lord. I am speaking in behalf also with the Lord, for the Lord, with the Lord, that you walk no longer just as Gentiles also walked. You want to hear what it says? You ready for this fun part right here? You ready for this one? Yes or no? This is a good one. As just as the Gentiles also walk in the futility of their mind, being darkened in their understanding. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That sounds pretty strong, don't it? Being darkened in their understanding. Let's look at the Amplified to see what it says. I, I, I want to read. I got to see. That's verse 17. That's powerful. So this I say solemnly, testify in the name of the Lord, as in his presence, that you must no longer live as a heathen. Do in their perverseness, in their folly, their vanity, their emptiness of their souls, and their futility of their minds. Their moral understanding is darkened and their reasoning is beclouded. They are alienated, estranged, self-banished from the life of God with no share in it because of the ignorance, the want of knowledge and perfection, the willful blindness that is deep-seated in them due to their hardness of heart to the insensitiveness of the moral nature. What is that? That's a mouthful, right? So I, let me let me just sum it up in only the way Eric can, like I'm talking myself in third person. Quit acting like all these folks, you know, quit acting like all these folks that want to believe they have the, the knowledge that makes things better. And it's okay. It's all right. 
As long as you want to live like that, though. Which I know you don't want to live like that. I hope you don't want to live like that. Do you want to live like that? You want to live in the futility of your mind? You want to keep coming up with your own ideas and thinking they're going to work? If I listen to, to what's his name, to, to Joel Osteen long enough and just put on the face of joy, don't let nobody steal my joy, well, I'm sorry, sin is crunching the heck out of your joy right now. It's just chewing the heck out of it. It's like a dog with a bone. It's enjoying itself. Because if your peace and joy is lying in something that the world gave you, it's going to consume it like it's nothing. The only thing it can't consume is the one thing that it doesn't have in a diet, which is what? Christ. Look at verse 19. In their spiritual apathy. That's ugly, right? Spiritual apathy. The lack of interest or enthusiasm or concern. That is powerful. In their spiritual apathy. They become callous and past feeling and recklessness and have abandoned themselves. They become a prey to the unbridled sensuality, eager and greedy to indulge in every form of impurity that their deprived desires may suggest and demand. Does that sound like sin? You know what we're going to do today? We're going to indulge in just how horribly you have destroyed your life. Sin, come on now. I just, I just had a good success at work. Yeah, but you don't have a job. I just made my marriage better. You still cheated on your wife, though. Man, I got to work on time. Remember when you lied yesterday to say you were sick and you went to the club? I'm a good parent. But your mom raises your child every day because you want to be out partying. I'm not. I don't like doing wrong. You just lied to your your boss that you didn't steal that twenty dollars. That was two years ago. Oh yeah, but you're still that kind of person because you're still thinking about how much money you more can get away with. You can't escape that sin, right? It ain't going nowhere. It's a rock in your shoe, except it's worse. It'll eventually penetrate the skin and become, you know, create a lesion or create a, an infection. But rather it consuming your foot and breaking it off. It consumes your spirit and weakens it to where all you hear is that compounding, loud speaker of, gosh, you're a failure. Gosh, you can't do a damn thing right. But look what but look how far I've come. Yeah, but it ain't far enough, is it? You want to talk about criticism. Eric, you're critical on me. I am not even close to as critical as sin is. Not even close. You talk about who go who who can remind you better of your past failures than sin? Be be honest. Is there anybody you know that can do this better than sin? So my question is, why? Why do you allow sin to keep eating at you? I think that's a basic question, right? 
Why do we allow sin to keep evil? Why do we fall victim to it? Well, here's some more answers from Paul. Should I keep reading? Watch this. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 20. But you did not learn Christ in this way. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught in him, just as the truth is in Jesus, that in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of the flesh, and that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. Verse 25, Therefore laying aside falsehood, speak truth each one of you with his neighbors, for we are members of one another. Oh, did you like that one? Oh, that was huge. I'm going to read that again. Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth to each one of you with his neighbor. For we are members of one another. Be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and do not give the devil an opportunity. Did you see that? The answer is there, right? Be angry, but do not sin. Isn't that an interesting one, right? So what kind of anger is he talking about? Be angry. Be hostile towards sin, not hostile to your brothers and sisters. You are a, we're getting operated on by the most perfect physician ever known to mankind and given to us. The great healer. We're being operated on. And guess what's amazing about it? We're all assisting him. Not that he needs us because he's called us to help him do this work. It stings because my hands is in your life. And I'm trying to get at that sin. Or am I getting at that sin? Or am I tugging on the new self? Am I shaking the new self trying to get it out of that muck? I want you to think about your sin as mud. You have been completely enveloped in mud. You can't breathe in it, but you found a way to put a straw out so you can breathe. You can't really eat mud, but you found a way to kind of consume a little bit of food and keep living in it. You've managed to try to wallow in it and make it a life. You, you, you take a shower just to walk back out in the mud. You sleep in mud. You walk in it. You lay it. You're sitting on the couch on a muddy couch. You take a bath to get off the excess mud. So then that old mud, would you still sit on that muddy couch, right? It's a disgusting, and I hate even talking about it, it feels disgusting. But imagine if somebody knocks at the door, comes in your house, 
and says, hey, Eric, you can't live like this. And he takes you to his home and washes you off. Or he takes you to your own bathroom and tells you to stay in the shower. And then starts, to, then starts to clean up the shower around you, getting the mud out. Takes a squeegee, starts pushing the stuff out. And then we do the most dumbest thing we can pull out. Don't booze all that mud out. Because we're used to it, right? Isn't that sad? We don't even see the mud no more. We're used to it. I know for a fact you're not used to this mud. I know for a fact that you don't like this mud. I know for a fact that you don't want to stay in this mud. And that's why I, what I get from having conversations. This is why I talk to you. Because I know for a fact you don't like being in that mud. That's why I keep reaching. That's why you keep listening. Not because I am the most beneficial thing in the universe. Because I care enough to tell the truth. No matter how painful, no matter how rude, how rough it can sound. Because there are times where I'm very loving. And there are times where I see that, that the, the hardness, the callousness has, has gotten so deep. You know, you ever seen calcium? On on a, on a lime scale on a on on a bath on a bathroom tub you know that's some ugly stuff right? It don't come off with just ease, does it? You got to put some elbow grease in there. Well, that's what we do as Christians. We put some elbow grease in there. When I fall victim, I got I got I got trusted friends who tell me, Eric, you you messing up, brother. You should know better. What do you mean I know better, man? I, I'm 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 a Christian. I know what I'm doing. I've, had, I've made those same emotional outbursts. And I was wrong. I was only trying to defend the sin that I was in because I was feeling and automatically convicted of it. So I defended myself trying to say, well, I had a good reason to be sinning. Because you know what? I'm a weak person. I say, look, you know I'm going to say, hey, I ain't perfect. Maybe I ain't made for Christianity. You know all that kind of stuff people say. It's all defense mechanisms from being convicted. The difference is... The reason that you should have comfort is because you didn't stop listening, did you? You see the, see the difference? You didn't give up on yourself. You didn't give up on hearing the truth. That is the confirmation of your safety and salvation in Christ. The Holy Spirit confirmed inside everybody. You, me, everybody, when somebody tells me, Eric, you are jacked up right now, man, and you're making a lot of bad mistakes. And I sit there and cuss and scream and throw a fit and tell them that they're cold-blooded and they're being negative toward me. But I don't turn away from listening. Because ultimately, that spirit man, that new man, is in agreement. He's in there saying, Eric, you know, you, you, you kind of have been messing up, sir. Really? Yes, sir. And you got the Holy Spirit saying, do not continue down this road. Little voice. And then you take my hand, or I take their hand, and we start pulling each other out. One day you pull me out, the next day I might pull you out. But either way, it's constantly happening. We're one body. We constantly do that. 
I didn't amputate out a soul in my life. I don't, I don't like amputating people out of my life. That don't even make sense. I'm cutting a limb off. We don't do that. We nurture that limb. I'm a firm believer. Those that are in the body are always in the body, and those limbs will become amputated. Those people who are who think they're saved, who believe they're saved, but yet they fall away from God and never go back. I'm a firm believer that when they in the Bible says, you know, there's some that believe in it for a small amount, you know, sower seed. They tell you that right there. They believe for some time, then they leave. They were never part of this body. They were that carp, that copper armband, or that. That stupid copper wristband and the copper belt, and you know, you put the belt on, you feel better. That belt to make you feel better. You see those copper fit commercials, man. You know, Brett Favre's in there talking about, man. I, I, I push these things to the max. How you gonna push an elbow thing to the max? It's a, it's elbows. What you mean you push the elbow sleeve to the max? What are you doing? You're throwing in it. I push this back brace to the max. Are you doing gymnastics? No. This is what we do. We look after each other. And we don't do no easy, quick fixes, do we? No, we don't. We go to the heart of the matter and we live there until we can come out and be healed. Don't you think it's beautiful that when Christians get together, one person in transgression, or somebody trespassed, or somebody stumbled, and we come on and help them? And then we both sit in prayer. Beautiful, isn't it? Because we all been there. It'll be my turn one day. Again, I'm sure of it. It'll be my turn. And we thank God for those true fishermen. I don't even know the word to use for it. But you know, them, them Christians who see us and trespass. And they love us enough to say, man, we're not staying there. Hear what they said? We are not staying there. They see you, and they see a member. I'm not leaving my hand in that fire. i got to pull my hand out. I hope that you do the same. You have just listened to You in HD, your identity in Jesus Christ with Pastor Eric Miller. This ministry is made possible by your thoughtful prayers and donations. Join us each week as we continue to explore our Christian identity in Jesus Christ. May God richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.